0: Welcome to Dumb Love. I'm Sally Brooks and I'm Jen O'Neill, and this is a podcast about all the dumb things that people do for love. So
1: welcome to episode 165 <laughs> what did we decide? I'm going at 160. Fine, it's 160. Cuz I labeled the last episode as
0: 159. That's fine. And I um, just forgot I will post it tomorrow and then this will all make sense. Okay. Okay, 160. 160. You we guys had to yeah. You know where
1: you are. We just didn't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: We I'm we're so sorry we had to do a um uh Repeat, not a repeat. Let's say classic. Classic, Classique.
1: Yeah. Uh, episode it makes it of sound dumb love. More fun. Yeah.
0: Um, this week, uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, which included um, a truck running through the side of one of my buildings. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if we're allowed to say it, but holy <laughs> shit!
1: Yeah. Was
0: not planning on that happening, uh, but let's just say. Ruined my whole day. Uh, and it took up the entire day to get things sorted out. Luckily, nobody was hurt. It's fine. But uh, we had to postpone uh, recording. So yeah, thanks for hanging in there. guys. <laughs> but we're back.
1: Jen was like, um, I don't know if I'm gonna be ready to record tonight. It's been a crazy day, and I was like, Oh, okay, well, that's fine. What What's going on? And you're like, Well, and then you just took a picture <laughs> um, it's
0: pretty crazy a hole in a building, yeah, in car,
1: which is like peak Atlanta, like, I feel right, like it's such it's an Atlanta thing to do, <laughs> like, cars through buildings, cars on fire, cars flipped over, like, it just happens everywhere. Atlanta is burning,
0: and we're all just watching, um, but. Yeah, so Sally and I are in person right now. (gasps) I don't know where to look. This is weird. Like, do I look into your eyes? I don't know. Do I look in the microphone? I don't know. Do I look down at my computer? I think just look at your computer. Look away. Look away. Yeah, don't look at me. (laughs) Um, But how was your week? What kind of fun things did you do? Uh, my dad came in town. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, so that was really nice. He came in to town on the weekend and just like on spur of a moment trip. That's was great. I love like, hey, your dad. Why no? It was so nice to see him. And we went to like an arts festival, the Piedmont Park Arts Festival, which did is so nice. Didn't even know it was
0: happening. Huge
1: arts festival. That's great. Uh, and it was great. It was just really uh, real nice to see him. So awesome. that's what I did. What did nice. you
0: do? I um what... This weekend I got to go away for a little bit. Um my friend I went to my friend Carly's cabin because our friend Kristen was in town from Portland. And we had hi, a little
1: Kristen. Yeah. We had a um, hi, Carly.
0: Um and there were other people there too. No, nope, but not not, not hi to anyone else. Not Jill and not Kate. <laughs> nope. But um we had we had a great time. It was so fun. We went like we rented a boat. Yeah. We had we ate a lot and we drink a lot it was funny like we that's just what happens when you start drinking at noon but um (laughs) i like i always sleep in this like basement room that i love it sounds it sounds like i'm gonna call it lower level okay not a it's so beautiful i love this room and uh, i came upstairs and all the girls were talking about their horoscopes and i was like wow you guys did horoscopes without me, like that's my fucking jam. And uh, and they were like, "Idiot, you're the one that read us all of our horoscopes." <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "I did." I'm like, "Yeah, you read all of our as our horoscopes, and then you disappeared." I was like, "That
1: sounds like me. That, that sounds, sounds just like me. <laughs> oh man, I love a girl's weekend. Me too. We had my a- oh when I went to. Um- With all my college girlfriends, we went to my friend Kimmy's Lake House. I Uh talked about this before. But, um, you know, we were just, like, having a blast. And we're all, like, she got this thing, a big float um, out on on the lake. Mm -hmm. And we're all, like, out there. And we're just, like, laughing. We're drinking. We're having a great time. We're talking about, like, old college memories. Super inappropriate stuff if you're a child. And Uh apparently (laughs) you could hear us all over the lake. Oh, my. (laughs) I'm thinking of all the shit
0: we docked at, um, a, someone that she knows is the Let lettuce yeah. dock, and the shit we were talking about... That, exactly. I mean, it oh, was
1: explicit. No. And just, you know, I mean, we were loud and laughing, and there were eight of us, you know I mean? It was just out of control, but, um, and then, so... <laughs> Kimmy was like, you know, she we're all adults, and so she's friends with her neighbors who have teenage daughters, and she was like, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I know on Thursday night we were kind of late, uh, we were up late, and we were sitting outside by the fire pit, and they were like, oh yeah, Thursday, you were a little loud, but no big deal. They're like. But, man, we could hear everything from the lake. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. no. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my, my head is spinning right now thinking about all the things that we talked <laughs> it's about It's like, on a, like a sound does
1: carry Shit. on the water. Oh, amazing. Um, hey, well, let's get into our quickies. Let's do it. Hey, Jen. Hey, Sally. I'm going to go first. My husband, Ben. You know him. Uh-huh. Uh, requested the his best <laughs> husband in the whole world. Best husband in the whole world. He requested a good old fashioned dumb criminal story. And okay. So I have found one. Perfect. Um, okay, so this comes from the Daily Mail by Wills Robinson. Mm-hmm. So okay, so on January third, around three AM, Dante Hayes, who's only 17, of Delaware County, Pennsylvania. So I assume he says things like him.
0: Oh, Taney, yeah.
1: Suda Warder, <laughs> Reem.
0: Johnny. Yeah. Oh, you, I have, I'm obsessed with a Philadelphia accent. Yes. I love so it. So he's
1: got one of those. So okay. he's, he decided to break into an elderly couple's house through an unlocked First floor kitchen window. Oh my God. um He then. What a Johnny. <laughs> what a Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he, go, he broke into their home. He was down at the Wawa Hoogie Bus. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Doing this well, you guys just like call me and leave me voicemails in <laughs> Philadelphia accents. I'll love you forever. Oh, I'm gonna get
1: I'm gonna get Ben's friends from home because that's how they talk. I'm awesome. Gonna get, I'm gonna get his friend TJ to call you and just be like Jen. No, he didn't want to say Jen. Jen. I can't do it. All I can do is Tony and He and Huggy. What worder? Worder. word-er. <laughs> uh, okay, so right. uh, so Dante awoke the woman who's in her late 70s, by tapping her on the shoulder with a gun. Oh, my God. And he demanded money, and she was like, I don't have money in my house. He then forced her to drive her car to an ATM um, where he ordered her to withdraw $2,000. And he told her huh? if she did not withdraw the money, he would kill her and her husband, who was still asleep, back at the house. Oh, my so God. He, was he had like, no
0: idea this was even happening.
1: And she was like, oh. <laughs> he had like a sound machine on. He had a CPAP a machine and sleep mask. Yeah. Then police said that the ATM would only allow the woman to withdraw four hundred and sixty dollars. So he drove her back to her house. Then he woke up her husband. Then he made the couple go into the kitchen. Um, they say he spoke for about an hour and. And is really cool. Yeah. Yeah. They to
0: do that. There's they were so like. You know what?
1: (laughs) This was worth it. (laughs) Um, I don't know what they talked about, but basically I think he's trying to figure out how to get money from them. And they're like, look, we can't take any more money out. We don't have any money here. I'm not sure what you want us to do. And so he was like, hey, I've got a plan. You go to the bank tomorrow. You um, take money out of the bank. And then you come meet me at a shopping center at uh, 11 a.m. Oh, and, my God. Uh, he was like, if you don't turn up, I'm going to come back to your house. I'm, I'm going to murder kill you. your daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> uh so then the woman was like well how will we know it's you because apparently he was wearing something over his face and he had oh, uh, wow. camo pants on and dante was like well i'm just gonna wear the same outfit so that's how you'll know it's me um and then he was like okay we'll now go on up back upstairs and go to sleep and so this is around 4 30 uh and then the police chief says this is where stupid takes off pretty quickly oh my god of course the couple calls the police tells them everything and they're like you know we didn't think he was then gonna show up the next day but of course we had to like be there just in case so the police chief and then two plainclothes officers um went and waited in the parking lot for dante and lo and behold He actually showed up wearing the same outfit so that the lady could recognize him. And they said, we let him sit there for a couple minutes. It was clear he was waiting for somebody. And at that point, we took him down. The police found $363 in cash on him and a gold Timex watch that he had taken from the victim's home. Oh, wow. He was charged with, as an adult, with kidnapping, robbery, aggravated assault, and related offenses. And so this happened in the second week of January, actually in 2016. And at, in January, police were like, "We are already calling it. This is the dumbest criminal of the year." Oh and man! The police chief said, "If he can survive the remaining the remaining 340 something days of the year, he will definitely win the Dumbest Criminal of the Year on December 31st." Wow! So there you go. Good old-fashioned dumb criminal. Waking up an old couple.
0: That guy is so dumb. So dumb. But I still so really love him <laughs> for his accent. I know. Oh, guy. Okay. Good one. Hey, Sally. Hey, Jen. Are you ready? Ready? For-
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, am I doing a... Uh-
0: Love or I like? No, <laughs> are you ready for my quickie?
1: Yeah. Oh, we should say this is a quickie episode. Oh yeah. You guys probably already knew this. We, but this yeah. is all in the show you guys, notes. You guys know everything. Yeah. You know what number this is a it quickie is. Episode. You know. And uh, you know, I don't know if this was the order we're supposed to do a quickie episode. But listen, did we mention? That a truck went through one of Jen's buildings. She has been <laughs> at work until that? like 8 p.m. every night, taking her kids to sit in the car while she works and repairs the building by fucking hand. Yeah, you guys, I am a mason. Don't dust it all. By fucking brick <laughs> with
0: my bare goddamn hands, I rebuilt that building. Congratulations.
1: It looks beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> I took the iron gate and I twisted it with my
0: own hands. you didn't see her? She's yeah. so buff. Yeah. I'm really <laughs> repped right now. Um but anyway, so yeah, this is a quickie episode. Hey Sally, are you ready for my quickie? Yes, I'm ready. Good. I'm going to give it to you. My quickie comes from an article for the Sacramento Bee written by Emilys Brownstein. And it is about a Tennessee couple um, who are recently engaged. Carly Bibb and Camden Mills Yeah, decided to have an engagement photo shoot. I think we've talked about this before, that like, I didn't do that, you didn't do that. No. We're not really engagement photo shoot people.
1: No. I also, I just think that like, you know, when we got engaged and married, there was nowhere to post photos. So why why spend all that money on engagement photos? I don't know. It just it wasn't the same. Like taking yeah. pictures was not not the same as it is it now. It wasn't. Yeah.
0: And I, but I still don't know that I
1: would do that now.
0: That's just. I me. mean, I know I wouldn't. I, I, you because can't even also- get me the TikTok. The last thing I want to do.
1: <laughs> I literally, anytime I want to post a picture of you, and I, I have to go back to the three pictures we had professionally done. I as know. Much as we which hung was like out, four we years ago. Never take a picture together. I know. I know. I know. Let's do it tonight. We'll do it
0: tonight. Let's do it tonight. <laughs> okay. So anyway they decided to have an engagement photo shoot and they both really love italy and all things italian so Mm -hmm. they put together a really beautiful uh, photo shoot with an italian countryside scene yeah it was very pretty it looked like a very like a rustic italian Uh photo shoot and um, they posted it in the 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 posts went viral. The pictures went viral, on, especially on TikTok, with over two hundred and sixty-two thousand views. It was set in front of a, like a building, like stone. Yeah. Um, and then like, like a all villa, lush greenery with a wooden pergola. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I want to say pergola, <laughs> uh, pergola.
1: Um, and so um, that's the was, that's really the um the Georgia Italian and you. Pergola. <laughs> Pergola. Uh, it is, uh so but
0: people um people loved it. But it turned out that these weren't actually taken in Italy. Yeah. Where they were taken was the next best thing to being in Italy. What's that? Which is that being at an Olive Garden <laughs> in Tennessee. <laughs> but I tell you, these are really this is like a nice olive garden like it really they're really (laughs) convincing they're really convincing (laughs) it was taken by uh hunter lachey photography um this was the photographer and when they posted it they hashtagged it they said tennessee but with italian vibes hashtag engagement photos people like were shocked yeah. commenters said everything from like if you threw those on the gram and tagged italy i honestly wouldn't have given it a second thought um another person said i would have never known it was an olive garden and so it took off of course and somebody then wrote so this is where olive garden enters the comments and offers to cater the wedding right yeah and olive garden actually did them one better <gasps> Instead of catering their wedding, they decided to. Um, they reposted it and they said, "We can't wait to see you recreate this in Italy." And they <gasps> are paid... they sending them to Italy? Yes, Jen. Dude, we're doing life wrong. We're doing it there wrong. There is the Burger King wedding. <laughs> There was the, all, the Olive Garden, everybody, yeah. Steve Harvey doing everything for everyone. Everyone but us.
1: Why does everybody else get Steve Harvey stuff for us? Uh, Steve Harvey, I wonder <laughs> Really?
0: It's Steve so, Harvey. But they said um, Olive Garden is all about family, and we couldn't resist jumping at the chance to give Carly and Kaden a celebratory trip as they begin their own journey as a family. I guess Shay, who is actually the photographer. Yeah. It says Shay, who captured the stunning engagement photos of Carly and Caden, is an extension of the start of that journey, and we wanted to celebrate with her as well. So she's getting sent to Italy as well. So the photo, which I think is totally fair. Photocred, totally man. There. I bet
1: it was her idea to yeah. do a photo shoot there. So and
0: amazing. So, yeah. So Carly and Caden um, are super stoked to be going to Italy. Curly told the Sacramento Bee, um, we've had three months to plan our wedding, so the honeymoon kind of got put on the back burner. I've never been to Europe at all, so this will be an incredible experience for all of us. So that's great. I just like I kinda hope that like the photographer is chill and is like, I'll
1: go on my own trip. Right. I was, just like, <laughs> I was like, wait, are we all going? Yeah, I know what <laughs> if the photographer was like cool, dude, when do we leave <laughs> Can we all share a room? Can we get it? like
0: a king and then single <laughs> in same room? Um, but I yeah, I just think that's great. I think uh, it's fun. Anytime anybody can get a free trip to Italy,
1: go for it. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, I love that. So. I love everything about that. <laughs> okay, well, because it's a quickie episode, I do have a little love story for us to end on. Although I do love, I mean, going to Italy. What what more? What's more to love yeah. than that? So this is from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel by- Wait, no. Sally so will go with oh. <gasps> five, five, five. Five, five, five. Things are happening. Yep. Things are happening. Okay, on the morning after Thanksgiving in 2011, Tiffany and Jeff Fisher were heading to a friend's birthday party. Um, they were on the westbound lane on I 94, which is in, near Milwaukee, and they noticed this white car like weaving in and out of traffic and it just almost is hitting the median. Oh my God. It kept like veering past like all the lanes towards exits, but then it would come back on. I mean, it was just very dangerous. So they actually followed the car because they were like, somebody is going to get hurt. So they followed the car. They finally, it finally exits on an exit ramp and the car nearly hit an oncoming vehicle, and then the driver corrected and veered onto the sidewalk where a man named Greg Phelps was running. So Greg Phelps was out on his six-mile run. He did it every morning. He had, like, said goodbye to his wife and two children. It was the day after Thanksgiving. He's like, I'm going to go for a morning run. He'd taken this course hundreds of times. And then this morning, this driver runs right into him. Um, it hit him? It hit him. So oh the God. Fishers actually tried to alert him by honking the horn, but he had his back to them and he's listening to his earphones. And so, you know, they see they see Greg hit get hit. He flew over the top of, of the car. Oh, my God. And Tiffany is on the phone with 911. She's like, oh, my God, he just hit a man. Because they were on the phone being like, there's an erratic driver. He's going to hurt someone. And then they're like, he just hurt someone so they get out of the car they rush to his side he's gasping for air and tiffany is just like that's the part i had nightmares about in the beginning was just like the sound of him gasping for air so the driver of the car all woozy and he tries to come over to tiffany and her husband and tiffany said she instinctively used her mom voice she was like you go sit on the curb And so he did. Um, The guy is, his name was Thomas Brinkman. he is, they found coke in his body, a hypodermic needle in his pants. He actually had been in prison for being part of a heroin distribution ring. So he, this guy had like a long history of, and he was just like really messed up. So. Um, anyway, the couple were focused on Greg and they helped him until until the paramedics arrived. When they got there, they began to work to stabilize him. One of the paramedics was like giving Tiffany and Jeff like updates on how this guy was, how Greg was doing. But finally, when they left the scene, they were like, didn't they had no idea what was going to happen to him. And Tiffany had actually told the dispatcher, like, I don't think this guy's going to make it. It doesn't look good. Actually, Greg's family, when the hospital contacted them, were like, he may die. You need to get her quick. He said that his dad, who lives in Oregon, came to Milwaukee and actually put a dark suit in his luggage because he thought he might be coming for his son's funeral. But he got to the hospital and he had left side of the brain swelling. Um, He had suffered 14 broken bones, a lacerated liver. But after a month in the hospital and weeks of rehab, Greg did make a full recovery. So Tiffany and Jeff were. You know, they really wanted to know they went through this traumatic event and now they're like, have no idea if Greg lived or died. So they actually ended up um, finding a runner friend of them to put out like a, basically they did like a phone tree of like, hey, do you know any other runners in the area named Greg? Like, do you know anyone? And so finally they found out that his name was Greg Phelps. And then a week later, actually, Greg's wife reached out to Tiffany by phone just to say she got her their name from the police report and she just wanted to tell them how grateful that she was and how grateful the whole family like Greg's siblings started calling the family and then um, his parents called um, Tiffany and Jeff just to say thank you you saved our son's life because if they hadn't followed this guy and they hadn't been there he would have died after Greg was released um, his family all decided they wanted to meet the Fishers so wow Greg's family um, Tiffany and Jeff all met for brunch. And Greg was like so newly out of the hospital, he was still wearing a protective helmet. And Greg said, I wanted to meet them. I wanted to know them. It was wonderful. Tiffany said, I was so nervous he was going to walk in. I was going to have this emotional breakdown and start crying, seeing him alive and walking. She says she held it together, but they bonded instantly. Actually, Jeff and Tiffany um, arranged like a fundraiser while he was in the hospital to raise money for his rehab. But wow. he was like, "Oh, I have my insurance; will pay for it." So they ended up giving the money that they raised to the rehab center to help people oh, who can't wow. afford it. So he actually was able to return to his job. He's a pharmaceutical company, regional manager, um, and he's running again. And he said he had signed up for a couple triathlons and half marathons over the summer. He was slowly waking, working his way back. Um, but since then, they've become like close friends. Greg says, I'm very lucky. I tell everybody it's a terrible thing that happened, but I'm lucky they were there. They saved me. I don't think I can thank them enough. Oh my God! And they say like anyone would have done what they did, but
0: oh, wow! Yeah, that I was... just—it's
1: like uh, amazingly, ama- I, it's amazing that people they went out of their way yeah. to keep everybody else safe. They were there when somebody needed them, and then they formed a beautiful friendship.
0: Yeah, I think I think there is not that this isn't amazing. It is like they're yeah. amazing, but there, I think that there is something to be said for people when they. If you like save a person's life, I would feel like you would be connected to that person for yeah. the rest of their life and want to make sure that they're okay. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I you think can I see like how that, that would that be happens. very bonding. Yeah, and a lot yeah. of the stories
1: we have where people are like, I needed to follow through and see if that yeah. person, how they did. You know what happened to their life. So yeah. Anyway, I just thought it was a lovely story. It is a lovely story. Good Thanks. job, Sally. All right. Well, let's do something dumb and something we love. All right.
0: Oh, so I'll, I'll start. Um, I don't have much. I guess just for something dumb. I don't know. The fact that um, work was insane this yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, but everything else is great. Um, but um, for something I love, I just wanted to give a very happy birthday to my niece, Sophia. Hi, Sophia. Who listens to this podcast. Happy birthday. She says... We'll find out because she'll <laughs> mention them. So, um, yeah, and also happy birthday to my friend Maggie, who I love. It was like it was so funny because I went out to dinner for Maggie's birthday, uh-huh. and then um, later I, you know, got a, an alert like reminding me it was Sophia's birthday. Even though Sophia, it's like melted in my heart. Like I'll not, I always <laughs> know your birthday, but it, it just reminded me that um, when seventeen years ago. Wow. This is how long I've been friends with Maggie, and yeah. like it's like how old Sophia is, is blowing my mind. But 17 years ago, I was at Maggie's birthday dinner
1: <gasps> when, when Sophia
0: went into labor, and then I rushed to the hospital, yeah. and then I watched Sophia be born, and you know, oh, and it gosh. was I was there for the birth, and it's just so crazy to me that now I have this like. 17 year old niece who I love with all my heart Sophia she's so she's so smart and so beautiful and kind and oh, she's just gonna be she's the best person yeah and um and then it's so cool to know that like Maggie and I are still close friends Yeah, still like, at at so friends all the, like everybody that was at the <laughs> dinner still was at the dinner not uh, everybody but yeah. most but it's, it's just like I don't know it's just it makes me happy it's yeah another, like you know yeah that's we're all so nice. still together
1: Doing our thing. <laughs> um, but happy birthday that. to the both of you. I love you so much. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Um, let's see. My something dumb is. Um, well, I was complaining to you about this before, but the internet. Oh, I fucking hate the, the fucking <laughs> internet. <laughs> I think I feel like I could just leave it there. But <laughs> specifically, is people like, you know, here's the thing. I've been posting. I. My uh, my new album is coming out on October 12th. Which is very exciting. Just very exciting. And in kind of like preparation for that, I've been posting a bunch of like stand up videos, because yeah, you can promote yourself, eh, um, on Instagram and TikTok. And a couple, like we talked about last week where I was like, I'm viral. But I had like a, a video on Instagram, get a bunch of views. And it just brings out, it's like you get in this like shithead part of the internet. And yeah. people are just, you know, they're just shitheads. And it they happens really every are. woman comedian gets such shit. It doesn't matter who you are, how funny you are, what. I mean, it's just like, don't ever read the comments.
0: I know. I hate that. And I honestly, I think that's like the one thing that holds me back, like yeah. subconsciously or consciously from like, like, I, you know, I'm like fighting TikTok and yeah. posting reels tooth and nail, but I know I have to do it because yeah. I miss out on bookings because of it. But I just don't want, it's like the little child in me that like right. was teased. I don't want to hear that shit. I yes. don't want to hear people like, tell me I'm ugly or you know what I mean? Yes. Like I just don't wanna hear it. And so, but I know that like I don't know. I know that you just have to like there's
1: always gonna be haters and you need yeah. to like And it's just, just, just it's like it. what these guys do for sport. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, like the way there were so many that were like and row. they're all disgusting i was like it may just be bots or it may just be like this is what they do for fun like yeah. they just look at the hashtag woman comedian and then they're just like i don't find any funny in this i don't get it this is not not funny <laughs> not hot wooden fucker you know just yeah like, um anyway i just deleted all of them good for you because i was like you're on my instagram yeah good fuck, fuck, off fuck right off yeah you don't have to nobody watch this invited video you here. nobody invited you yeah uh you don't even go to the school <laughs> you don't go to school you can't comment on the instagram um,
0: well i think you're amazing and i think your reels are amazing and that's you. why they're going viral is because they're so fucking funny thank you and all those haters can
1: get deleted yeah I'm just delete it i was mm. like part of me wanted to respond and then i was like why why, uh, why would i do that to no, myself that's what they
0: want that's what they
1: want they want to exactly. engage and i don't want to engage. Um, So that is dumb. It's just a dumb fact of life. And it's a dumb fact, not fact, it's just a dumb, like part of the internet. And it's especially dumb, I think, for women on the internet. Mm -hmm. Um, Not anything new. Uh, The thing that I love is that Biden just announced that he is forgiving $10,000 of everyone's uh i'm probably not everyone's but a lot of people's student loans that's great it is great and i'm excited about that because i still have a shit ton of student loans do you really yeah i mean i my law school loans so oh yeah and I, you know that's when i was great. out being an artist for all those years i deferred them so <laughs> they just compounded um so anyway it's not gonna wipe them out but it will help so that's exciting and i think it's just amazing for a lot of people who. yeah absolutely. that is like it's like Weighs them down. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, I'm lucky that I can afford to pay them. Actually, my job pays them for me. Wow. Um, but I know that student loans are just like, especially for people that never got their degree, they just like took a couple classes and now it's just built up and built up over time. Yeah. So to have that debt forgiven is just like, what a weight off for oh. so many people. They I heard that it's like 43 million people will be affected by this it's just so great that is great um sorry i love that i love that all right well that's all of our things hey i have two dates coming up that i'd really love you guys to come to um september 16th and 17th at helium indianapolis you guys know how to google um and then september 29th through october 1st at comedy key west so come see me and my album is going to come out october 12th so you know i don't know look for that then (laughs)
0: Oh, we're going to be posting about it for sure. Yeah.
1: And you guys can find us all on all the socials. We're, you know, we're all over the socials these days. Um, You can find us. You can find Dumb Love at Dumb Love Podcast. You can email us at dumblovepod at gmail.com. You could rate and review us. Um, You could tell a friend. That would be amazing. We'd love that.
0: We would. Um, Thank you guys so much for everything. Thanks for your patience. (laughs) Thanks for (laughs) listening. Uh, We Dumb Love you so much. And uh, don't forget to get out there and do something Dumb for Love